express himself vocally but he can't and he get frustrated yeah so yeah. if he if it's just not if he if he's not getting what he's getting then it's just like fuck it i'm just gonna cry to somebody to figure it out you yeah. know right right yeah would you say what's good fellas I'm chilling man yeah, bro chilling. out what's going on at, 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 the, at the spot at his job and shit that's it yeah <laughs> oh it's yeah. been a hell of a few weeks huh Crazy. Yeah, so like I was saying that we got a uh coming up, I guess we got some kind of town hall or whatever. And they're supposed to be like addressing it, like using all day to address what's happening right now in the country and all day. So, all day. Come on, man. It's like maybe like bro, it's supposed to be a four or five hour thing, bro. It's crazy. Yo, man. that's a long time. Yeah, bro. So here's the thing. So there's nah, a collective issue, but I'm, I I hear you though. Are you recording? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just so I don't forget when we start. Got you. So there's a collective of uh, people that look like us. Um, we basically had a conversation about it and like how we wanted to approach this meeting. So we we figured, do we put together a list of items, some actionable items um, that we would like to like see in leadership or yeah, at the top of the agency to respond to. So you know that's the conversation. And I was like, yo, this whole situation was some BS, bro. Like. Like, but you know, it's an opportunity for people to like be heard, I guess. So there's a collective of items. We got a list of shit. We put it together. And then so we're just trying to figure out the date of this meeting. Do we just hand it over and jump off? Do we jo join the entire meeting or do we just protest and not join at all? So Yeah, that's tricky, man. And yeah. I, I get it. Cause it's kinda like you you're not there to like try to teach people. Yet at the same time, it's kinda like Somebody gotta like monitor whatever action items that are put out there. It's tricky, bro. And at the same time, you still gotta survive and be black in America, right? Right. You right. still gotta get home, you know. But but yo yo Rose, when you get a chance, can you send me that list? Cause I think it would be good for other agencies to align on stuff that we want. Because my agency, like I told you, I did something similar, and like. Um, Basically, basically they had they had like a bunch of emails and they did like this thing called like a circles group where they were like people can express how they feel and how things are going, and like I think the the one good thing that came out of that group was that you know people got to express how they feel and and say you know what's going on, but like the the whole idea behind the thing was that no, no actionable items was gonna come out of it. There was no, there was no next steps. There, it was just really a grieving session. And in my head, yeah. I went to support other people because I feel like it's bullshit. <laughs> I went to support right, right. people. And I was just like, yo, like, how can you have, first of all, how are you going to make the session first, put all the black people first? And then two, how are you going to have, like, like, I get it. Like, all right, this isn't the time or place to make actionable items. But I think just like with the protests, I, I mean, I, I'm not really out there like that. But, like, what you're doing and what we're doing, this is how we put our foot on A next. And, like, all right. Right. It, Here's some actual items. Here's some stuff y'all can start doing to next week. And we even got to be in the office to do this. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, um, same thing happened with that Juneteenth um, 
email. I told you my job um, <laughs> gave us the day off. So what I did was, um, actually, I don't think I told y'all this, but I'm going to, same thing like you, I'm in a collective like you on my Nat Turner shit. And I was like, and I was like, yo, like, I think um, we should put a list of, 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 of links and items to educate people. Cause I don't want people to have the day off and then they just be like, all right, I got the day off. Fuck it. Like, I don't know what this holiday about, but I'm out. And like, right. and, and, it, and it, it literally took like five minutes. People, a couple people sent links. I put a, 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 a Excel together and I sent it to the executive team leadership. I was like, yo, can y'all send this out? Don't shout me out. Cause I don't need y'all saying the black collective or people put it together. Just be like, Hey, here's some educational links. There's literally like, simple like yo here's 12 things about juneteenth like articles podcasts and like the episode of atlanta like i put like not the whole episode but i put a link to the episode like simple stuff and like right like it's right. like i'm not trying to, what is, what but, is, but i'm trying to do small stuff to like be like yo like i can't just let this day pass and be like on some like whatever well bro like it sucks that you even gotta do that like it sucks like it sucks that you gotta do that it sucks that you know you have to educate people to make Yo, all of this shit is, in my opinion, is just making them feel comfortable, right? So it's like, you know, it's a situation now that they feel like the um, the country's kicking up dust. The country is, um, you oh, know, it's fucking up the money. In the street. Yeah. So now it's, it's like, oh, money. Shit, we gotta do exactly. So now we got to do something. It's it's a it's you know a box they gotta check because now everybody gotta be like, all right, are we do like, all right, this is this is a hot item now. Are we doing this? Are we doing that? I didn't want to say this, and I might take this out the recording, but like, I was thinking the other day, I was like, yo, this is just like last year when the Me Too movement was going on, and everybody was oh, like, yeah. we need women, we need this, we need that and that. And now, like, I'm not saying they're not doing anything, but I don't hear, like, I'm not saying this, this ain't an all lives matter situation, but no, I'm just like, yo, like, I don't hear nothing about, like, right, we need more women here, and we need to help the, the you know, people of color here. Like, I don't hear that. Like, it's just hot. Bro. Let me tell you one thing. If I join this Zoom, this Zoom call next week and I see fucking people higher ups with like Kente cloths on and koofies on and shit, bro, <laughs> I'm shutting everything down, bro. I'm shutting everything down. I mean, it's, it's like you don't have to do that, right? It's like, <laughs> but yo, like your actions of what you do from a policy slash, I don't know, like philanthropic point of view is way much more important than you wearing some kente clothes. I don't even wear kente clothes. Right, like that's it. But that's the point, right? It's like over the top. Like yeah. you are so disconnected that you don't even know that that shit is offensive. Yeah. And that's the problem. Like- well, AD, you got a point there. Like when, when it, it's all about policy, um, you know, because yeah. like, like, like I, I mean, without putting too much info out there, I got someone, sent an idea in the office about um this other podcast i produced and they were like yo we should don't um rose i told you about this kind of high level but they were like we should donate the time to black um creatives who have a podcast and then and then and then basic and then in my head i'm just like all right that sounds cool but that's just short term and then the way it was written too one it was written by a white girl and she was like oh it's like the white CEO donates his time to black creatives. And in my head, I was like, Yo, that's well, what is going to do? Anything. And that's offensive. You're not helping nothing. You're just giving like free airtime that like. Yeah, that's lunch. Like, I don't do shit. I don't know, man. I, I just do think, I think overall, like, you know, you got all these individual groups 
outside the black community wanting to help. I think, okay, solidarity, cool, whatever, right? It, solidarity is always a moment in time. I just think now, if we're gonna have these moments in time, certain particular groups in our broader community need to have a list of demands, right? If you don't have a real list saying, hey, these are the things I want changed, that we want changed, then it's like these other groups are gonna make up the, that list for you. And it's gonna be completely uh, out of context. It's not gonna be relevant to anything that you may actually have some affinity to. And it can just come off as goofy, right? So I just think now, man, we as a people, and I get it, we're not a monolith because there are multiple you know, communities even within the black experience, right? Just need to now have these lists of demands, like straight up, man. And look, as I told, you know, I was talking to talking to Nicole, you know, she's going through the same thing. Like, I mean, everybody out here that's in any industry is going through the same thing, right? Like a lot of these so-called white tears or the solidarity or all of a sudden you're getting a lot of followers on Instagram, cool. I just feel like if this is a moment in time, then make this about the economics. If you get 10,000 new followers, tell 10,000 new followers go buy whatever you sell. Right. If you are at a company and they're asking you for like some type of be a part of change or help guide change, then make it where it's about either getting people hired or getting people moved up the farm. Or yep. it's kind of like, you know, these cats want to change something cultural about, as an example, these agencies want to change culturally. It's like, yeah, that's cool about the culture, but what about the overall, like, you know, talent, right? What about the opportunities? Like, I just think we should have these lists of demands and make this real about the economics of it all, right? And changing some of the policies, right? Like, at the end of the day, uh, politicians wearing Kente cloth doesn't change the fact that there are individuals in police departments across this country randomly killing unarmed black men. Like, that, that, that's some change in it. So unless we change in the policy, none of this shit means nothing, you know? I feel you on that. Yeah. Policy yeah. and money, bro. Policy and the money. That's why, that's why I was telling in my, in my chat, in my group of, you know, black people at work, I was like, yo, all they got to do, like, we don't even need to be on this call. All they need to do is cut the check and help out right. at the job or hire more black people. Like, it's not even that serious. Like, but I would say the one, the one reason I was glad I joined, because like I told y'all in the chat, I'm glad, again, I say this to you, to you guys, to your face, I appreciate you too, and you know, the rest of the chat, because I realize a lot of people don't have people they could talk to. Nope. A lot of people don't have people they could be like, yo, this is how I feel, fuck this, that is how America's, fuck. like, a lot of people need therapists, and they don't have it, and, I was, and I'm looking like, you know what, I'm, like, I'm blessed, because I got a group of guys who literally understand exactly how I feel, literally may, may have gone through or going through the same thing. And, you know, I just appreciate y'all, brothers. Same to you, too, bro. Yeah, bro. Feeling mutual, bro. Oh, man. Yeah. But, like, yo, I, yo, just just want to introduce everybody so I can, can cut that in somehow. Um, You know, uh, your boy. I'm recording on my end, too. Oh, I appreciate that. Um, You know, it's Tony Stallion here. Uh, Chopping it up. Ad bro. Your friendly ad bro. We got, uh, who we got on the mic today? Yo, this your boy, A.D. By way of Atlanta here in New York City, Brooklyn, New York City, Grady Baby doing my thing with the ad bros, shopping it up, doing this weird moment in time. But uh, yeah, we get there. Easy Rose, man. Two words, United States, no love, no breaks. 
but we we'll figure it out, man. Two we words, most definitely. Exactly. Old, the old Kanye. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Touched on something that was actually a, a subject I want to like kind of quickly um get into, and then we could move on. Is allyship. So like, you know, as 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 black men in in marketing, advertising, how would you guys um see allyship from groups that are outside of us? What would y'all want? Well, if if people aren't doing it right, what would y'all say would be like the way I need to do to help us out? Well, I mean, I mean, me as a creative in the in you know, I guess you know now going between advertising and tech. I mean, again, I, I always talk about like what are the what are the career opportunities for people who want to get into the field because a lot of us don't know nothing about it, as well as where are the other opportunities to move talent that's already there up the funnel like after a while you just can't stay a art director in your 40s right are you helping to career track talent in the game or a producer or a person who buy media or an account person or or like a talent scout right like are these or when you get us in the game right are you helping to these helping these individuals move up the funnel because i've seen it i've seen guys either my age or younger actually leapfrog me in terms of rank because of literally because they're white guys, right? Or they're white chicks. So yeah, I just think, man, cats really want to talk about this solidarity equality shit. Then they need to really think about like, hey, you know, diversity is more than just getting people in the door. It's about really career tracking people and seeing that that they actually put their best foot forward and that we are there to help them do that, right? And we give them the space to grow, right? A lot of times we got to come in the door being magical fucking unicorns, right? We can't make a mistake. We got to be good. We can't be too good because you make somebody feel uncomfortable, right? And you got to make sure that they feel comfortable around you. All the while, you're just trying to get back and forth from work and not get shot by the police or by people who look like you or a police who look like you, right? So it's just like, that's a lot of shit to deal with, man. On top of systemic racism, and just being black with like health issues. And then we forget, we're still dealing with a fucking pandemic. So yeah, it's kind of like, you know, if nothing else, just take the burden off motherfuckers' backs by helping them move up in the phone. That's what I'm looking for right now. It's like, if y'all guys really want to talk, you know, put your money in your mouth is, you know, actually support, actually supporting and, and really help people career tracking these these industries, man. You know, Anta Wintour, right? She's, she's going through her shit right now because She's talking all that shit, but I'm I'm sure it's been very few motherfuckers she's actually helped out, right? Oh hell no. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's a so-called liberal and she, creative and, field. And, and she's doing it on her way out. Like, I mean, I heard it from the Joe Budden podcast, but like she's retiring, but she's saying all this like, yo, we could have did better, I wanna help, blah, blah, blah. But she on her way out the door. So she Yeah. How can you who can you help? Rose, what what are your thoughts on that? No, I think that was um, really well said on AD's part. Um, I think, you know, I just, I, I, I second a lot of what he said. And it's just like the advocacy part, though, too. So it's like, yeah. you know, when you come into this game and you got to build these relationships. And a lot of people, like, they want you to gravitate to them and kiss their ass. Meanwhile, you're doing the work and you're trying to, per what AD said, like, still be like a black person in this industry there's not a lot of people like your small percentage of the population of people in the industry right so like you have you're juggling all these different things right 
I, I, I think that if we could, number one, just, you know, figure out what's the advocacy programs, like, getting, because, like, right now, like, I'm more, I'm more so care about the younger people coming to this game. Like, when I came in, I didn't even, I didn't even know about this shit. Like, I didn't even know you can make money doing this shit for media, right? Right. It wasn't, it wasn't, like, I went to school for business and finance. I took some marketing classes, but I, I just didn't know we could get it popping like this. So, I think if we have some programs that's just pulling in young, talented people and just introducing it to them, put some money behind it and go into some of these communities that you're probably afraid of, but yo, pay the people that look like us who are not afraid, and we could go and, and, and figure that thing out and try to gravitate, I mean, try to get more young people to gravitate to the industry just to introduce them to this early on, right? So like, right. I mean, put, end of the day, put your money where your mouth is, but you know, secondly, it's just like that advocacy advocacy part. If we could kind of fine tune some of that and try to break some of the, um, you know, the bullshit and the bullshit politics that's associated with that. Oh well, you know, AD he kind of stays to himself. So yeah, you know, I mean, he does his work, but he stays to himself. No, like you know, go have that conversation with AD. Go see how he feels. The thing is. None of these people, like a lot of them, they have this privilege. They never had to care about what I thought about, what you yeah. think about, Tony, what AD thinks about. Because the whole, everything, they live in a fucking bubble where everything just gravitates to them. So it's yeah. like, of course you're not going to know why shit is the way it is. Of course I'm going to be more well-versed than you with issues like this. Like, So, I mean, I'll leave it with that. All right. What do y'all think about uh, fake allyship? So, like, Brands like the NFL putting up the black square. Um, <laughs> NFL, huh? Music companies kind of saying like, oh, we're going to do this, this, and that. Meanwhile, they the money they're donating is basically from, the from, is money from black artists that they just like, you know, getting. Steal from? Steal, yeah, basically, steal from. Um, even like some 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 advertising agencies out there that's saying like oh we're gonna do this this and this but like yet they don't really have you know the black workers there what do y'all what do y'all think about that do you think I guess my question is do you think people are gonna see through that or do you think it's just gonna be a moment in time and we and we just move on it and not forget Yo, absolutely absolutely I think I think it's just a matter of like you know motherfuckers is pissing on you and they tell you that it's raining it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's bullshit. It's like, I have to do something before people start, like, you know, just digging into into ourselves into a deeper hole, so. Right. I'm not, you're right, man. I mean, it's like, I mean, you got the NFL put up the Black Square, which was started by some ladies in the music industry, which is weird, because the music industry is set up in a way that there's the masters of any such set recording, and anything that's a duplicate of that master is literally called a slave. Right. So, I mean, you yeah. know, we're talking about like you hella woke. I mean, I mean, dude, it's, that's that's just called Googling shit. I ain't necessarily me being woke. It's just like I study industries. Right. That's what we do as the ad bros. We study all types of shit that you're going to actually try to help sell. So if you think about like the music industry or any industry, um, it's one thing to say you're going to be in solidarity, but it's holding the ball and say you're going to share the wealth or share the resources mm. of such such industry, right? So, again, it, boils, it goes back to this, this idea that 
discrimination, racism, sexism, xenophobia, all that shit is about economics. He pours back to it, right? It's about like a small group of people who are typically white men that are in control of the whole thing and they don't want to share that control, right? Right. So uh, unless we're talking about sharing your privilege, because we all have some privilege. As three brothers on this podcast, we have a certain set of privilege that a lot of women won't have, right? Or whatever. But it's also privileges that we don't have because we're black men. But everybody has their privilege. But some people are a lot more privileged than others. So in the case of these brands, they have the privilege of getting tax credits. They have the privilege of getting like uh, workers, like, well, employee uh, rights because certain states are like work, work for hire. They have the privilege of more or less taking money and not necessarily have to redistribute that wealth. So everything from the NFL to these brands to these ad agencies, unless they're really willing to like share whatever privilege that they may have, then putting up a square or saying what you're going to do, it means nothing. Because again, it doesn't affect policy and it doesn't affect the long-term economics of whatever that their industry is. We know from advertising, the shit that we do, and even in technology, most people that either poor or of color don't even know about these industries, right? So how can we actually start sharing the wealth of any industry that you don't even know it even exists? And when it comes to the brands, I mean, you know, I mean, Rose said it. At the end of the day, you know, um, capitalism has no moral code. So unless they're truly going to share, like, in, the, in what they're making, then put up a square or taking a knee, put on a kente cloth, none of that means nothing. Yeah. Yo, that's just crazy. That's, that's just crazy. And the thing is, and, and, you know, and the thing about it is, like, people are smart, man. Like, we're all smart. Like, if yeah. something is not sincere, like, everyone knows when some shit is not sincere. Bro, I've deleted my Instagram app just because, like, the same conversation, bro. I couldn't, I couldn't, everybody, like, you know, I got all kind of people on my Instagram, and, and it, the shit just became too much for me. I was like, nah, bro, I got to delete this shit. Yeah, it's a, a lot of noise. noise man. It's, it's a lot of noise, and... And I'm just trying to cut through that shit. I'm trying to cut through the clutter. And the best way to do it is just not to be a part of that conversation. Nah, I hear you on that. Yeah, I just think at some point, bro, I don't know. Like, policy's just got to change. And I guess for me, I don't expect a brand to do nothing right. But if they want to do something right, then they want to, I think they need to figure out how do they share their privilege, whatever their privilege may be, right? In the case of Nike, hey, they got the privilege of getting, using our culture to sell sneakers, rubber. Right? Rubber and leather. That's essentially what sneakers are. It's either rubber, foam, or leather, right? So if they're not willing to, like, you know, help um, financially or train people on the art of making sneakers or even showing them how a supply chain works when it comes down to, like, their apparel, then what are we talking about, right? Because they can just throw up, like, some Black History Month sneakers like they do it every year. You all go out and buy it. And everything's cool, right? So I, I like what Brand Jordan's doing. Finally, he's donating what? Uh, what? Hundred million. Hundred million dollars over ten years. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Now, is there a way to track that? Right? Is there a blockchain approach to that? Can we track what the money is doing? And maybe not so much as us, right? The people who really use, need that money are they able to track where all this money is going? You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the last thing I'll say, like you mentioned a really good point about privilege, but I think even before that, them sharing a privilege, I think a lot of them have to acknowledge and confess that they actually have a privilege. Because I, I don't think a lot of them 
really take that approach and this is it's almost like like what is privilege right and privilege is like yeah you might not be racist but you benefit from racism so you yeah you have to understand why people feel the way that they feel you know you didn't do anything but maybe your grandmother your grandfather somebody stole some shit from somebody or stole somebody you know what i'm saying and they yeah. were able to benefit off that and you're able to go right. back home whenever you're ready to leave New York City, or, you yeah. know what I'm saying, and have a beautiful house or a, be a better situation because they stole some shit from someone else. And that's what the noise is about. Or even yeah. redlining or just like your grandmother was able to get a loan and mom wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, just that simple. So, so yo, real quick, um, I know we touched on this a little bit earlier, but... I mean, you don't gotta say if you are doing it, but how 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 do we how do we maneuver in this corporate world with all of this protesting going on? Do you? I guess the question is, do you speak up about your thoughts in in in, in the office or in your Zoom, or do you keep it to yourself? Do you protest? Do you tell people like, hey, I'm out in these streets, blah blah blah, we fighting? Like, what's the what's the what's the what's the way to maneuver in this climate? Yeah. I know for me, man, um, I've just been doing what I've been doing before the protests, right? I've been putting out artwork about all these individuals killed by police brutality. I will say recently I did participate in a design thinking workshop with the Black Executive Committee at my job. And, you know, their whole goal is to take what they're, I guess, been doing and try to like plus it up and really uh, accelerate uh, their offerings uh, or what their list of demands are. One of those demands is actually helping, I guess, um, black vendors understand the procurement process. Because a lot of times we may have the talent, um, but we may not have the knowledge or the certification to actually be a vendor for any, for certain companies, yeah. such as IBM, as an example, right? So um, helping, um, I guess, that committee rethink how they approach that and take that to this, their senior leadership. I feel like I've been helping out on that end. Um, I, you know, me protesting at the job, well, everybody's working from home. So it's kind of like, I don't even know what that means because I mean, that's what that means. Me just jumping off a zoom call and not logging into a zoom call like that. That's nothing. Right. So I've been just trying to help change things from a like from a policy perspective and really trying to figure out like, how does, this company that I work for allocate their resources and money to these communities that would definitely benefit. I also threw out one other thing too. Um, you know, like the biggest issue that we're dealing with too, besides all the societal shit, is voter is voter uh, depression, right? A uh, voter suppression. Shit, man. You know, Big Blue has this thing called blockchain. Why is it that we can like help these companies? figure out how to authenticate people either through touch ID, blogging information to do banking on a phone. And it, it fully works for any kind of bank. You can purchase it anywhere all over the world with your bank account, right? If we can do that, then I feel like we can also help, you know, reinvent the voting system. So right now the voting system across the board sucks. So how is it that we live in 2020 and we don't have a digital means of voting and making it transparent? It can be done. It just, somebody just don't want to do it, right? Because the politics of it all. So yeah. I propose that. I'm like, yo, we help reinvent invent the social security systems. And, you know, we help with the new deal and all that shit. Supposedly put a guy on the moon. 
you know, supposedly, if you want to get conspiracy theorists, right? Um, but you mean to tell me we can't figure out how to do voting in 2020 via your phone? Like, no, nah, that's not, that's unexcusable, man. That's inexcusable. So yeah, that's why I've been pushing like those type of things. Yeah. I think for myself, um, like I kind of mentioned earlier, just establishing a collective of people that are like-minded and really understand like what's really going on, yeah. you know, put together a list of things that you want, whether the agency or whatever, um, you know, group you're a part of to, to act like some action items together that they would have to speak to and they have to address it. And then just from there, you know, you just, you, you, you'll continue to push and just seeing like, okay, maybe 30 days, like, I need a response. Like, just, you know, put together like a timeline. Yeah. 30, 60, 90. Okay, like, what is the progression? We put these items together. You say you want to hear us out. We're talking. Okay, now it's on you. We, we've already expressed to you what we want to do. Let's do a 30, 60, 90 and see what we, we, where we net out. So I've been doing, like, a, I've been a part of stuff like that. Nice. So, all right, I think that, and if we get cut off, I'll send a new Zoom link because I know we almost at 40 minutes. But um, is COVID-19 over for the year? Because I think, you know, I mean, all jokes, Might be. all jokes aside, I mean, people have been saying, I don't know, people I, mean, out I, here, I can't trust it. I and can't trust it. COVID is like, all right, I mean. People out here, bro. Oh, actually, all right. So I just, it, I just got the thing that will run out in 10 minutes. So I, I'll wrap this up and then we can do one more before AD got to jump off. Um, but yeah, is COVID-19 over for the year? Because they, they're saying like right now, this isn't really a second wave. This is just like, I guess. Um, plateauing? Original wave, yeah, plateauing um, around the, the country. I'm going to say I can't trust it. And I'm going to say that it's not over. I think that we still got some... You know, I think that we still got some work to do on this one. Yeah, I've been hearing, I've been reading uh, that, you know, COVID-19, because it's like any other, I mean, it basically is, is from the same family, family as a lot of the flu viruses yeah. that yeah. currently are in society right now, which technically makes the flu endemic. It's always going to be around. Um, and I just see that COVID-19 it's not a strain of flu. It's just going to be here, bro. It's, they're already saying it's going to be endemic, which yeah. means that, yeah, it's going to be around just like HIV, just like the flu. It's probably just going to come back and forth, and it's probably going to get weaker over a period of time. But I guess the, the, the problem with it in the first place is just to hit the world at one time. I think if this shit was stuck in just one country, definitely Americans wouldn't give a shit. The world would definitely just wouldn't care, right? Like when... um. What's this shit? Ebola happened over in Africa? Oh, yeah. That shit, man, was killing. People was bleeding through their eyes. That shit was killing people left and right, but it only happened in Africa. So nobody cared globally. So I don't know, man. Uh, I'm just not trusting it. So I'm just operating accordingly, even whatever. I know people out here, though, bro. They're out here. Double-ducking and crazy. But when they open up, you know, borders, are, are you guys traveling? Are you guys staying put? Are you just gonna I'm traveling, man? Are you just gonna be safe when you do what you do? I, yeah. I just got back from Atlanta. I'm, I rode a plane, mask on, gloves. I mean, it's tricky, bro. Because yeah, you can be at home to get this shit. I guess you know. I've I've heard cases of that from people we know. So I don't know, man. Yeah, um, I'm still staying away from a lot of people, though. 
Yeah, that's I just the, the groups. I don't know if y'all saw the video of um actually I should send it, but um someone posted on Twitter like St. Mark's, I think Friday night. Um yeah. and like, yo, that shit was jam-packed. Mad people didn't have any masks on. It was lit, bro. And I'm just like, damn, like more power to y'all, but like I'm not doing that. I can't. I don't feel I not I can't. Yeah, I was just driving around like, you know, a couple of days ago and I just saw cats grilling at the park, double dutching. Nothing on. They don't give. And then you know, look, look, look what happened recently with the like the, the uprising. I mean, that almost but killed the idea of social distancing because everybody was out here protesting. That's true. Right? Yeah. So I think COVID might be done for. I don't know. I don't. Know. Might, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's done for now. <laughs> done for now. All right, I like that. All right, yo. Um, so I'm gonna send you a link. Um, just so we could do one more. But uh, Rose, uh, appreciate chatting with you fellas. Rose, can you sign us off? Absolutely. Yo, Abros, another edition. Um, you know, as you know, no soft talk when it comes to telling the truth. One. Peace.